Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Jesus is Greater, Greater Even Than Our Doubts. Read Matthew chapter 11. Doubts. From time to time, we all have them. About God, I mean. Even those of us who are steeped in the Christian faith, if we're honest, will admit that from time to time, we have doubts. Is the whole thing real? Of course, I've never seen God, so how do I know He's truly there? Do my prayers go any further than the ceiling of my bedroom? What if it is all a hoax? Hmm, what to do? There is something hugely comforting about this passage in Matthew chapter 11. John the Baptist has been in prison for some 12 to 14 months and therefore separated from Jesus. The baptizer dared to call Herod out for stealing his brother's wife, so was thrown in prison for the unwelcome moral judgment. Cut off from Jesus, tired and weak, questions and doubts register in his mind. But wait just a minute, isn't this the same John? The only John called the Baptist or the baptizer who was foretold of by both Isaiah and Malachi, Old Testament prophets? Is not this the same man whose sole purpose, by his own words, was to prepare the way for the Messiah? The one who baptized Jesus, saying, Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. And now he is having doubts? John, however, makes a decision not to let his doubts overcome him and so sends his own disciples to ask Jesus a direct question. I think Jesus rather likes direct questions. Here's how Matthew described it. When Jesus had finished giving these instructions to his twelve disciples, he went out to teach and preach in towns throughout the region. John the Baptist, who was in prison, heard about all the things the Messiah was doing, so he sent his disciples to ask Jesus, Are you the Messiah we've been expecting? Or should we keep looking for someone else? Jesus told them, Go back to John and tell him what you have heard and seen. The blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cured, the deaf hear, the dead are raised to life, and the good news is being preached to the poor. And tell him, God blesses those who do not turn away because of me. What changed? What prompted John's doubts about Jesus, the Messiah, to whom he was devoted, the one who he had announced to all? I believe when separated from Jesus, like John the Baptist, we are more prone to question and doubt. If there is a distance between us and Jesus or any source of God's word, there is a lot more room for doubt. Perhaps John wondered why he was hearing of Jesus' miraculous healing, and yet he himself was languishing in a Roman prison, the furthest thing from his life in the desert. Why hadn't Jesus done something to get him out of prison? Whatever his reasons, John does the right thing by going directly to Jesus with his question. Again, Jesus can handle our questions. Jesus does not get angry with John for his question. 
He does not chastise him. Far from it. In fact, Jesus quotes Isaiah's words to John, knowing full well that John would be familiar with them, thereby reminding John what he knew to be true and drawing a link between the two as well. Think the case of doubt was isolated? Not at all. It would not be long until the apostles told Thomas they had seen the Lord. That indeed, Jesus did what he said he would do. He rose from the grave. But Thomas said, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my fingers where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Jesus was not put off by his disciples' need for physical proofs. He said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands? Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. You can read about it in John chapter 20. It is not uncommon for people to doubt God when they face great trial, such as John the Baptist, who knew he was likely facing a death sentence. Beyond doubt, folks sometimes go so far as to blame God for trouble in the world, failing to remember that trouble neither comes from the heart or character of our God. Nor does the fact that trouble exists change who God is. Human beings have free will, and that will includes the ability to sin grievously and to inflict evil that harms others. It would not be free will if we could only choose God, love, and that which leads to life. Truly, God can handle our questions. He can handle our doubts so long as our doubts do not cause us to turn away from Him. Instead, let questions drive us to the Bible for answers and to our knees for solutions. What do I do, you ask? If and when a doubt enters my mind or when I am struggling, I remember how good God has been to me. I recall answered prayers. I think of the difference my relationship with God makes in my life. I look back and remember and doubt no more. I do what Jesus told Thomas to do. Stop doubting and believe. Jesus is greater than any question or doubt. Besides, I know God is good, and I rest my case on that.